everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey. hey! Hey! Welcome to episode 126 of Hop Culture. We're so glad you're joining us. As we mentioned at the end of last week's episode, today we're going to be discussing the book, The No Spend Challenge Guide, How to Stop Spending Money Impulsively, Pay Off Debt Fast, and Make Your Finances Fit Your Dreams by Jen Smith. So I was the one who suggested this book, and um, it was a little bit of a wild card pick. I feel like some of my book club, uh, Hop Culture Book Club picks have been a little out of, you know, left field. But I'd wanted to do something that would spark some kind of like experience or something we could test out and discuss on the podcast. Um, And I was looking at financial books and... Amazon suggested this to me. And so it seemed like good timing since, you know, we could all stand to save a buck. And um, it seemed like it could be fun. We were all talking about how we felt like we had spent a lot of money this summer or like summer. Summer just seems like kind of a carefree financial time often. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. we're just like... (laughs) It gets away from you. Yeah, it gets away from you. Exactly. And I feel like also this time of year... My kids have just started school, so we're like paying for all the new activities, buying all the stuff for school. It's like, oh, I just feel like we've spent a lot of money this last month. So personally, I feel like this is good timing. Um, But I did a little bit of research into the author, Jen Smith, and she is also a podcast host um, as well as a blogger. So her blog is called modernfrugality.com, and then her podcast is called The Frugal Friends Podcast, and she hosts it with another co-host. So even if you're not up to reading a book, this was a very quick read. But if if you're not a huge reader, but you're interested in a little bit more of like a – I feel like her approach, it's very approachable – it's definitely aimed at like the millennial woman. I feel like like her blog and stuff. So if that's something you're interested in. Check it out. Um, and then we have talked about money a couple other times on the podcast. So just a quick plug. Um, episode 53 is called Cash's Queen. And that's where Grace was kind of talking us through some like investing strategies for the new year. That was a while ago. For people that are new, Grace has a master's in finance. So she's kind of our our financial diva around here. (laughs) Um, And then I I know I knew you wouldn't. And then um, episode 83 is called in this economy. And we talked about our money saving strategies. (laughs) So this will be, this will be someone else talking about money saving strategies. Episode 83 is our random and uneducated money saving strategies. (laughs) So check those episodes out if you haven't listened to them yet. So this is a really quick read, and the basic premise is that when trying to reach financial goals, whether that be paying off debt or saving for a large purchase or cutting back to one income, etc., just relying on budgeting month after month might not be drastic enough to really jumpstart the change that you need financially. Yeah, she also points out that taking a break from your normal spending habits, it gives a couple of things. It gives you the space to notice patterns, so like 
the things that you keep spending on day to day. Um, and then it removes the constant decision making that you have to do about spending money. So it kind of like she she talks a lot about disrupting habits. Mm-hmm. Um, you've fallen into some sort of habit, whether you have noticed it or not. And this kind of forces you to step out of them. And maybe you decide long term that you want to just keep, you know, stick with that. And some of them you'll go back to. But it's kind of a fresh start. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of, I don't know, taking like a drastic, you know, a jump into an icy pool to sort of like refresh yourself, sort of. So it's not meant to be like a long-term solution. It's like a a sprint thing to kind of like shock you into changing habits or changing your perspective. And for some reason going into this, I don't know why, um, but I assumed this had to be like a month-long spending freeze or no spend challenge, um, which realizing, you know, rereading the title at no point does she say that. And she actually talks a lot about how, um, you could do depending on your lifestyle, you know, what would be feasible. She said, you know, a week is probably what she'd recommend starting with. You could even start with just like a weekend or even a day in some cases, but a month is like way harder you know, for like a beginner than you'd realize. And she actually cited, I feel like this has come up in a past book we've read, The Dunning-Kruger Effect. Did we talk about that at some point? It it sounded really familiar to me. I don't know if we did in a book club, but maybe just from something else. Okay. So The Dunning-Kruger Effect, um, actually on on its Wikipedia, it was like the oft misunderstood and misquoted. (laughs) So I'm like, I might be also like misinterpreting (laughs) it but basically it's that like people with limited skills in an area tend to over um estimate their abilities and people with who are highly skilled in an area tend to like underestimate their ability so she was saying like in regards to a no spend challenge if you're just starting out you might have a tendency to think like oh i can do this for a month you know and it's actually way harder than you would think so our goal with reading this book was to talk about it today and then we want to try a no spend challenge and like follow up in a later episode. And so what I want to ask you guys is I was like legitimately today's August 31st. I was like, okay, what do I need to buy today? Because like starting tomorrow, I'm not spending I any money. Like I, I don't think that's the point. I really, I really was like, I know it's not, it's not supposed to be like a shopping spree. Wait, right was before. this? <laughs> Was it, did, had you not read the book until like later today? No, I read it. I read it like forty five minutes ago. <laughs> I read it very. I I actually, it was a short book. It was a short book. I actually just saw a meme that was like, or something that was like, it was like I work well under pressure, and it was like I just wish I could work without pressure. <laughs> That's really me when it comes to book clubs. I don't think I've ever finished a book for one of our book clubs or like a normal book club more than like an hour before the beginning of the book. <laughs> That's true for me too. <laughs> yeah. So what timeline do you guys want to do for our spending freeze? I'm and maybe can we'll we... cut this if it's not good content, but I think we should talk about it. <laughs> can we clarify like the rules? Like can we just not we spend let's like, talk about we... well what did she say in the book? Did Anne and Tess not read the book? I was book gonna at say, all? what did what I did you guys think? I read the book. 
Where did and you I was gonna say, book? You paid for don't it? Don't you make your own Yeah, rules? I paid for it. She said the first Ironically. step is create your rules. Mm-hmm. So I guess do we make our own rules or are yeah. we agreeing on or are rules? We agreeing that's on a good question. Our, our challenge. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, we all have slightly different circumstances. So I think we should – I think everyone should make their own challenge and even – we can each make our own timeline. Mm-hmm. We should like just that. agree on like when we should circle back. You know, that's a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we. It'll be interesting to hear how we all adapted it to like our own realities. You know, I think that would be that's a good idea. Um, because I think I do kind of want to do a month long one. Mm-hmm. I do too, but I don't think it's going to be super dress. Like my problem areas are like takeout. And Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to limit anything with groceries or any other, like, social spending. I'm just going to limit, like, impulse purchases and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I am curious. I will admit, and maybe this is, like, a Dunning-Kruger effect. See, I feel like it can apply to anything. <laughs> we'll just use – we'll just call everything the Dunning-Kruger effect anytime – you misunderstand a situation. Yeah. Um, well, it's like anytime someone doesn't feel competent, they say they have imposter syndrome. And sometimes <laughs> yes. I'm like, you might just not be very good at doing that. Might be an imposter. Um, but like, I kind of have been like, yeah, I'll do this. Like, but I don't think it's going to be like, oh my word, I saved, you know, $3,000 by, I'm like, I'm not going to like Nordstrom all the time. You know, I'm like, I'm not dropping mm-hmm. a ton of money on like, but again, that's the thing is maybe it will be more eye-opening than I think. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do think it'll be interesting to try it out. Um, but yeah, I think a weekend one, I'm like, that. that's not enough of a challenge. Like I could quite easily, I think but we if have weekends where I don't are, spend money. If you're like, young and you go out on the weekends exactly. fairly often, Exactly, that could be an easy way to save a lot of money mm-hmm. is like not totally. going out for like a couple nights. Exactly. And like we don't drink alcohol. So like that is a big... A weekend isn't going to give us enough Exactly. I know. I'm like a issues. weekend. We actually don't shop on Sunday for religious <laughs> reasons. So, so there you go. Like that's easy enough. Yeah. So exactly. Like I totally see where that would be helpful. It just depends on your – because she had talked about in this book, like, going out with friends with her husband on the weekends was, like, a hard thing to give up. And so I do think it depends on – I actually feel like groceries is a big area that I struggle with impulse purchases. Well, maybe we'll transition to the next thing we're going to talk about. So she talked about limiting habits and her example was stopping to get a fancy coffee, which I feel like is a common one you hear people, you know, mm-hmm. cite as like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere that I'm spending money every day. What and, – and I appreciated that example because kind of like you were saying, Grace, like – I'm, I was of two minds with this book, and I'll see what you guys think about this too. On the one hand, like I feel like we should acknowledge like just the fact that there's like crazy inflation right now. Interest rates are super high. People have like out of control student debt. Like there are like these crushing financial issues for most people. So to be like give up, you know, spending for a week, it's like great. You know, it's kind of like, is that even going to make a dent for most people? Like, I'm kind of like, is that even, 
you, you kind of hear that a lot with like, oh, you know, everyone says just give up your avocado toast, but that's not going to be enough. But I also liked what she was saying. It's not so much about the money, even so much as it's like the mental space to be like, I'm going to look at really what I'm doing. And she also brought up that during, you know, a spending fast, people typically naturally look for ways to like earn more. How could I bring more income in? Is there like a skill that I could add to my resume, you know, to to get Mm -hmm. a better job? Like it kind of naturally jumpstarts you into like looking at the rest of your finances. And I know I always quote Dave Ramsey, but he Uh has has talked (laughs) about that too. He always talks about that as like, you know, when people are going through the debt snowball, they usually, their income almost (laughs) always gets higher by the end. And it's just like a natural consequence of it, you know? So I do... Well, oh, sorry. No, I want to hear from my financial diva. What does she say? Oh, no. I won't say a word <laughs> under that title. I'm um, so sorry. And also, I don't really know anything about personal finance, and I don't practice what I preach half the time, so... Um, really not anyone to listen to. Well, but. she actually said in the book, Jen Smith, I actually highlighted, she said, it's 20% knowledge, 80% action. And I would say mm-hmm. that's what you're saying is like, you got to actually do the thing, actually, as she says. <laughs> she said that a lot in the book. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I think that if you if you do a spending freeze and it doesn't help you at all, then that kind of would prompt me to take a hard look at like, if it doesn't even make a dent, if I am as frugal as I possibly could be, then there's something more serious going on. And you probably, yeah, probably do need to look at like income or housing, like something Mm -hmm. bigger. Yeah. Like your fixed expenses that wouldn't change during a spending freeze. Yeah. As my as my old boss who was trying to run like eight companies at once once said <laughs> he said he was talking to his wife and she said can we really afford to be getting Wendy's for dinner and he said we're eight hundred thousand dollars in debt I don't think Wendy's is <laughs> oh, <laughs> so dark <laughs> they were like on the run from the IRS he was a really bad boss but I do think that like. It at least gives you like some perspective maybe mm-hmm. to take like a break from spending. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I have just sort of like I've never done a self-imposed spending freeze, but I have just kind of naturally had times where I tried to be, you know, a little more frugal. And then I look at our budget or, you know, like how much we spent that much. And sometimes it is like drastically different than when I haven't been very careful. And not that I, you know, was just buying whatever I wanted all the time, but like it taught me that it really does make a difference Mm -hmm. when I am more frugal. And I think that's an important lesson to just remind yourself of from time to time. And so it's not, yeah, you don't have to live your whole life on a spending freeze, but like you could just do it every once in a while just to give yourself a reminder of the fact that it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Last year, do you guys remember when I did budget month? Mm -hmm. It does ring a bell. Yeah, I I remember budget month. Ice cream maker is my reward. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I like that though. She talks about a reward at the end. Yeah, a reward. I mean, she got like a $5 coffee and I got an ice cream maker, but 
Um, <laughs> but still, I it, it really did open my eyes because I just I just didn't even realize how little I could spend. Like I was just proud of myself at the end of the month. Like wow, I really I had a a good month. I didn't like. I didn't die. I didn't really even miss out on that much in the end. Like it felt like I would, but I I didn't and I didn't need all of the little like treats that I thought I needed to buy myself. And so um it really opened my eyes to just how many like little things I was just like saying yes to all the time that were really unnecessary and mm-hmm. yeah, it was quite shocking actually. Yeah, and that was another thing she brought up is just like the self-confidence or like self-control, like, and I mean, you can get that. She brought up like fasting or there's lots of things training for a marathon, but I do think like experiences like this in life where you kind of challenge yourself and just prove like, Hey, I can do this even if it's like a little uncomfortable. I think there's value in that, you know, just in and of itself. So yeah, I'm excited to try it out. And I am very curious. I'm just curious to see like what I find. Cause part of me is kind of like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't feel like I spend that much unnecessarily. But then part of me, I mean, I just went to Aldi the other day and they had their fall stuff out. And like, I have my little, so let's, let's transition now and talk about, she talked about limiting habits and sorry, I kind of started on that and then we went off track. So she talks about limiting habits. Hers was like a fancy coffee every day, but it's just, you know, a habit that you almost just justify without thinking and um, don't really give a lot of thought to, but like you're consistently spending money on. And I'm curious what you guys feel like some of your limiting habits are if they're not too like personal to share. I have several that (laughs) I could mention. I, Luke and I saw this TikTok the other day um, that was like this girl and she called it girl logic. And she was like explaining girl logic And I don't know if that's fair to women everywhere because not everyone thinks like this, but it really applied to me. And one of her things, it was all money related. And one of her things was like, if it's under $5, it's free. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's like so true for me. And so I think that's really where my, uh, which like maybe if you are operating on a bigger budget, those little tiny purchases don't matter quite so much, but since we are on a, a pretty small budget, uh, it does like really put us over budget when I, when I like stop for McDonald's and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, it's just $4 for like <laughs> a, a little McDouble and a, so sometimes I'm like, I, I don't want to make lunch. I'll just go to McDonald's. And then like, if it's on sale for under $5, that's free. If it's, if I thrift it, no matter what the price is, that's free. (laughs) That's how I feel too. (laughs) So there's just like certain things that in my head are free. I think that Mm -hmm. that's like my biggest Mm -hmm. limiting logic is like sales and and thrifting and like things that seem really cheap. Those get me every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say McDonald's. (laughs) How sad. (laughs) But truly, we live so close to McDonald's. I can't come home from anything without passing the McDonald's. And I just want to get a $1 drink. Well, okay. It's now one forty or something. And a $1 fry. And yeah, it's basically free. Like, mm-hmm. 
and and I don't feel bad about that really. Like mm-hmm. I, no. I'm not necessarily like I should As not be should. doing that mm-hmm. because if that's my entire lunch, a large fry, that's girl lunch. Well, that's girl lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the opinion. <laughs> then I feel girl like lunch. that's actually like one dollar for lunch isn't bad, but <laughs> it's um, two forty. You I just said it's about not one dollar. <laughs> the drink. I'm gonna drink that much in cans. The drink that's is actually true, whether or not. Yeah, yeah the tr- mm-hmm, that's true. <laughs> it's the fries. That's a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna spend like two fifty, whoop de doo. But it does add up, and if I were to not do that, I would probably save a good amount of money. But it's definitely it's a habit, so that mm-hmm. would be a tough one for me to give up on a spending break. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point where you're like, I don't feel bad about that. I don't think the point of this should be because I've been giving this a lot of thought lately. Like I think for so much of my like early adulthood, we were on such a tight budget. It was just like this thought that like any luxury going out to eat of any kind, anything at all was like inherently like naughty. You know, it was like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't. You know, you'd always hear that like stopping at the gas station to drink every day. It's such a waste of money and stuff. But it's like okay, but. I don't know. I'm also like, there's a balance. There's a balance. Yeah. Like, well, like, I don't know. I sort of disagreed with the book's core premise of like, you should be doing this to pay off your student loans as like, your goal should be paying off your student loans as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. so that you can enjoy a good life later. Mm -hmm. I, I can understand you should just be saving as much as like, maybe not as much as possible in some cases, but like, I think we all could stand to be saving more than we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I would say spend it all on paying off student loans mm-hmm. because like I would pay down student loans, but also be saving just for like investments or like cash savings. Mm-hmm. Because if something happens in the next 10 years and I lose my job or it's a lot easier, especially with government student loans, like it's a lot easier to get extended timelines and forgiveness on interest payments or all sorts of things than it is to find like a landlord that, yeah. that will do that for you. Like if you, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I I think it's important to save, but she made it seem like if you pay off your student loans, then you won't have to worry later. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but what about now? You, I would be living in sort of constant worry of like, all my money went to this yeah. one mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, totally. yeah. So I don't know. I agree. I wasn't That's sure true. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not knowledgeable enough on financial stuff to agree or disagree. I mean, what you're saying totally makes sense though. Like I liked it the concept more yeah, to kind of jumpstart, like to see like, oh, how much could I save if I just like took a month off from spending and just like, yeah, whether to like I also like the idea of like, oh, maybe if we had like a vacation we wanted to go on and it was like, okay, we're going to be like as frugal as possible this month and see how much we could put towards, you know? Yeah. I would say I agree with Tess and Anne. My limiting habits are usually like little purchases here and there. I would say the Aldi Isle of Shame is a big one. Um, and that's, Claire, yeah, I kind Claire of got me hooked on that one. Too. I know. I, really introduced I, I introduced Tess to all her like demons. little, my, yeah, my little <laughs> demons, my little demons. Cause they are all cheap. Like, and I, I got grace on the Aldi Isle of shame too. Remember grace? 
Yeah. Grace kind of got me though, because she was throwing things in the cart willy nilly. <laughs> well, like, that's because you cannot. I you can't take me somewhere where <laughs> if if someone is with me, I have no control over what I spend. I'm like throw it in the cart. Sure, I'm the I'm so <laughs> impulsive that like I literally lose any self control. It's it was fun though. It's very fun to go fun. shopping with someone like that. And there was good stuff there that day. But I now I've taken to like sending her photos of things. Now I think of her as like yeah. my my Isle of Shame buddy, where I'm like, oh, she'll be excited. And it hasn't held up it, like as much as that one trip. No, mean meanwhile, I'm like once I'm by myself, I'm like, I have to avoid situations where mm-hmm, I'm too mm-hmm. tempted. Exactly. And so I just, I don't go down that aisle when I go to that's what That's what you I really have to it. do. It sucks, it sucks me in. It's like just a like a fun, I don't know, there's just such fun things. And, and I found some like legitimately good things. That's why oh, I yeah. justify this. I'm yeah. like, they have some good stuff. I found the stuff. cutest gingham cups there this week. For $2.50 for $4. They're, um, they're like rolling out their fall stuff right now. And I was like, oh, man. And I actually, there was a guy in line behind me. And I don't want to stereotype. He might have just been buying the stuff for himself. But he was on the phone with someone browsing, like looking for something, clearly like talking to someone on the phone. And then he was in line behind me. He had this big wooden tray and this like gingham glass pumpkin and like one other, like a bag of cheese or something. I was like, I feel like his <laughs> wife saw this on the Aldi Isle of Shame Facebook page and was like, you have to go here on your way home and like get this thing for me. And I was jealous of her. I was like, I wish I was getting that gingham pumpkin because it was really cute. Um, but yeah, I've gotten some good stuff. So that, but it's like, it's cheap and I'm buying groceries anyway, you know, so it just kind of gets lumped mm-hmm. in with like the grocery bill. It's like, who's going to notice, you know, this yes, $10 thing. Yeah. And then same with thrifting. It's so easy to be like, like I've been really, you know, like budget conscious ever since Dave started school. And the other day I was in a thrift store. I was looking for something specific. I justified going in there to look for like a specific thing we needed. And I was like, I'll see if I could find it at Goodwill. Go in there, didn't find it. I did find this cute wreath, but I have other wreaths. Like I did not need it, but I was like, oh, this is a really nice wreath. And I was like, Claire, what are you doing? Like it was only $5, but I was like, you don't need this. And like you avoided going and buying this item new because you wanted to save money and you didn't find it. And now you're like buying something that you don't need. You know, it's just like, so I I tend to do that too, where I kind of am like, it probably would be cheaper to just buy what I need and not think about it again than to keep like looking for it and buying other stuff I don't need in the meantime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say like cheap things that are just like at a thrift store or at Aldi or at Target, you know, that's just like a little $5 add-on are probably. Yeah. Oh, Grace, you already said yours, didn't you? I think, yeah, just getting takeout is... Th- Really a matter of planning ahead and having groceries Mm -hmm. in the house. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And she talked about that a little bit. So let's maybe move on to the last part of the book is she talked about um, during your spending freeze. I don't know why I keep calling it a spending freeze. She called it – what did she call it? Now I'm blanking. Is that not what she called it? She called it a no-spend challenge, but for some reason it's the same thing. But (laughs) I guess um, a spending freeze is like – what a company does when they won't give raises. That's yeah. true. I don't know why I keep getting that phrase from. But 
She talks about while you're on your no spend challenge, it can be a nice time to look at like other things. Like if there's, you know, ways to save on gas, ways to save on groceries, you know, she just gives some tips. And, and I didn't think any of them were like super groundbreaking things, but there were some good ideas. So were there any things in there that you guys liked or like hadn't thought of before, or maybe you'd want to try? Like, what did you think of the, did you feel like they were all just like too little to make a difference? They were maybe, some of them were just too obvious to be noteworthy. Okay. Could you give some examples? I wish I could. One that is kind of obvious is to unfollow or like unsubscribe from things Mm -hmm. that can tempt you, like unsubscribe from email newsletters or um, unfollow certain accounts. I follow some accounts that are like Amazon discount codes for clothes and like, what's the point of following that? Mm -hmm. That's only going to cost me money yeah Yeah. oh one was like one was don't have a bunch of uh streaming subscriptions oh like that's the one that everyone always obvious brings out Mm -hmm. as like this is how to say it's the new avocado toast it's the new it's so true but one thing she said that i have been telling people and this is obvious but i do think it's a good tip is she was like if maybe just choose like one at a time and I was like, yeah, that's like a good tip because we have She said one a year. She said one a year, which I would one do like was I would do weird. like one a month. Yeah, one a year. I'm like, I'm not gonna not watch, you know, Netflix or Hulu for like an entire year. But off the top of my head, I think we're paying for like four or five right now. What? <laughs> I mean, I I'm know. not paying for a single one. Why are you paying for four back? or five? That's when, the like, thing. We're the classic. We sign up for like one show and then forget about it. And then our kids get like into like one show that's on that thing. And then I we're just, like locked I'm trying in. to wrap my mind around because I don't want to say which ones we're all mooching off of. But I'm like, which other ones? You know, what, actually, no. For? Now that you mention <laughs> it, I actually just think we're paying for like three. If that even. Still too many. I know. it's all. I'm being so secretive and shady. I'm like, I don't want to tell yeah. people what they are. But no, actually, you're right. I don't think it's that It's that dire. We all are mooching off each other's, though. I've had a, a problem with Paramount Plus for a long time That's where I subscribed once and then forgot to take yeah, it Paramount off. Plus and then I just of sort of like. For some reason, that is the culprit for so many. I think of ours are Paramount Plus, Apple, and um, Peacock are the three. Why are you paying for Paramount Plus? Because of Survivor. And then we but forget. But you have it with but Walmart Plus for free. What? I forgot about that. That's true. Well, there oh, you go. I got to figure this out. Sounds $5 back in my pocket this month. Obvious. Yeah, thanks. You solved the problem for me. Um, I forgot about that. I signed up for Walmart Plus. It was like late at night and I meant to like figure that out the next day. I totally forgot. I'm delighted by that. And Grace still <laughs> looks like she's like in shock well, or I, dismay. I think I've been paying like $12 a month. $12 for that. a month? For Paramount Plus? I thought it was like five. You get like the deluxe subscription? I don't know. Well, I think I have the Showtime Paramount Plus. Oh. Anyway, oh. I don't need to get into this too much detail. This is too but. much personal information. <laughs> this is what I'm most afraid of being judged on is like what streaming yeah. services. Mm-hmm. I just need to have all of the shows at my fingertips. But I do think <laughs> I've heard people be like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't have this or I don't have that. And I'm like, just get it and watch what you want and then cancel it. And it's the same price as like going to – it's like the same price as one movie ticket. You know, it's like – see, I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing the opposite. I'm convincing well, people. That's yeah, the thing. It's like if you're using it, 
I don't see a problem with. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not that much money. So, like, if you are genuinely using it, but, like, if you're like me and you just are really bad at canceling stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's where it's, like, a really dumb thing to be Totally. And about. I have things like that, too. Like, I'm paying for Canva. <laughs> That also needs to be edited out. I have a few unlimited free trials. I know. I have a few (laughs) that I can end my free trial. I can sit down and really have another free trial. Yeah, I have quite a bit of. (laughs) Probably if I just went through everything I'm paying for that I'm not using, like gym memberships, I could really rack up quite a yeah, quite a good savings. Yeah, we're gonna have some good things to talk about when we when we reconvene. Um, I would say the main tip that she mentioned that I did feel like. Yeah, the ones for, like, saving gas were a little bit, like, <laughs> we've been referencing a lot of TikToks, but I saw one <laughs> I saw one that was, like, it was, like, things that are none of my business. And the girl was, like, how much gas costs? She's, like, okay, it's expensive. <laughs> She's, like, what, I'm not going to drive? I'm not going to go where I need to go? She's, like, I'm going to buy gas, like, no matter what the price is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's kind of <laughs> true. Like, it makes you feel bad and sad, but I'm, like, I've mm-hmm. got to go places. Like, yeah. I'm going to get well, gas. I, mean, I drive a Honda Fit, so gas prices are, like, irrelevant. Yeah. It uses yeah. so little gas. <laughs> I think if you I had a home. commute that was, like, you know, daily and you were really, like, okay, how could I cut back on this somehow? But, like, I don't know, just the normal things. I'm kind of like, you got to get where you got to go, you know? So, mm-hmm. but but, like, some of them were, like, fill up when it's cooler outside because the gas is – less dense than or I was like oh man I don't I'm not organized enough to be thinking that through but mm-hmm. nice idea mm-hmm. but the one thing that I do think is good that she mentioned that I do try to do is to order and we just mentioned Walmart plus I do feel like ordering my groceries online is mm-hmm. eye opening because you can see the total and you can really mm-hmm. be like okay wow what could I delete from this yeah I'm going like, to put some of these things back <laughs> or like you have your sort of like habit things that you're like like, oh, I'm just going to add this again. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to get in routine of, like, just getting everything that you need and not not getting other stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mm-hmm. see the, like, the fun new products because I don't mm-hmm. even know they exist. You know? So it, I do I do stand by that one. I think that's a good tip. Um, I liked also she talked about – I think it was a whole chapter about um, cleaning out your home and – decluttering and how that can help mm-hmm. like kind of declutter your mind and it makes you feel because I was actually just thinking this week I've been going through our house and getting rid of so much like junk that we've just accumulated <laughs> like uh were we the ones talking about when you get like a free t-shirt or something it's just a treasure and you just like you're just like thank you like you I haven't I don't think it was us but I do feel that way (laughs) it is true I I love free t-shirts like just free swag free stuff that or like if someone's giving away something a lot of times I'll take it so I just have a bunch of stuff in in my house that I'm getting rid of and and I was just thinking this week like this is for some reason this is making me feel less like impulsive and like uh like I need to like spend money like I actually mm-hmm. was actually making the the connection that I didn't have the impulse to spend money as much and I think it's like I think that she's right when she talks about that because um it does increase your stress and mm-hmm. it also makes you feel like your home is not right and not complete and so you want to buy things that will make your home feel better mm-hmm. or more complete 
when really if you just went through everything and only had what you need, you'd be more content and more like, uh, I don't know. It's like you appreciate what you have more, kind yes, of. Yes, exactly, exactly. I feel like that's um, kind of the same effect of the capsule wardrobe. I mean, on a smaller scale, if you're just talking about clothes, which we've talked about capsule wardrobes a lot on here. But I, I noticed that too with like my clothes when I do that is it's like, mm-hmm. even if I'm not buying new stuff, I don't know why, because I've really taken the time to like assess the things I've kept. I'm like, no, I like all of these things, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It really is. It's so that phenomenon is interesting, but it's true. It's like, Almost like the less I have, the more I'm like grateful for what I have kind of. I don't know. It's strange, but it does Mm -hmm. work that way. I do think that is true. Plus, every time I get rid of all my knickknacks from the Target dollar spot (laughs) that I don't use, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I have like I've a renewed. Got to stop. You see the like inevitable end of yeah. Yes. I'm like, so I, true. <laughs> this is such a waste of money. I hate all of this stuff. Yeah. Four months later. Yeah, it's true. Good thing I left the little the little pumpkin at Aldi. Even though the gingham <laughs> pumpkin, it was a nice pumpkin. Like I kind of, <laughs> I know once our spending prices over, they're going to be gone. I actually almost did a U turn. <laughs> Have you guys ever done that in a store where you've paid for something and you're walking out and then you're just like, and yeah, back at the store, I almost yeah. did that. I came so close. And I was like, I can't do the and I did the embarrassing to the guy. I was like, oh, I was like, that that's really cute. And he like didn't say anything and I was like, mm. okay. He didn't want to engage. I couldn't help it. Um, he didn't even say like Give like an acknowledging I don't smile. know if he didn't hear me. I don't know. I was kind of just a more to the universe. I was just like, oh, that's a cute oh. pumpkin. You know, I mutter. I, <laughs> I mutter to myself. He maybe you just like <laughs> didn't feel obligated to make you feel less awkward yeah. about what yeah, you just did. Which I respect like, him for, honestly. Yeah. Can I uh, bring up, this is a very small complaint. It, and it's maybe a misunderstanding of something in the book. But did you read the section where she talked about friends and like <gasps> yes oh i kind of wanted to talk about that i didn't know if it would be like yes. too mean to the author well i mean she was kind of mean to the friends yeah, so talk about like... it no i i thought this okay i'll give my strange i'll give too. my impression because I, I couldn't tell if i was misunderstanding but <laughs> she talks about being on a <laughs> spending freeze <laughs> um being on a no spend challenge or, or just a time when they were paying off their debts and they were trying not to spend like anything and they had one set of friends that they told about it who had maybe invited them to dinner or something. And the friends were like, oh, cool. Yeah, we'll just come to your house for dinner. And like they brought dinner over and it was fun. That story was fine. And then another set of friends, she was like, they had invited us over to their house to just like hang out and watch TV. But then they texted us like that night and said, hey, we're actually really tired. So we're we're just going to go out to dinner. Uh, you're welcome to join and then she was like, so like your true friends will be your friends no matter what, instead of just being your friends on like their own terms. Kind of, I thought insinuating that like <laughs> mm-hmm. the second set of friends was like, will only be- Not supporting like, them. And also, and it like, kind of sounded like they never spoke to them again. Like it was like, yeah, these it was, people she said aren't something in like, life anymore. Like during a no spend challenge, not only will your relationship with money change- but your relationships will be redefined or something. And I was like, is, is, aren't you the one setting a limit and like terms for friendship if you will only 
do free things mm-hmm. at, yeah. at, like, their house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I kind of was like, maybe that couple just wasn't in a place to host something at their house that day because they yeah. had a rough Like, yeah. they got home week. and it was messy and they were tired. Like, they said in the text, yeah. they were tired and they just wanted to get dinner. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> the other couple should have just canceled. Like, yeah. they were, they probably were thinking, oh, we'll try to still, like, invite them. And it was just, like, misinterpreted as not supporting the spending. Yeah. So I'm like, they should have just canceled and gone out to dinner. And, like, none of this would have happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think book it was sort of, like, throwing that poor other couple under the bus. But, <laughs> but I thought that part was a little interesting, too. I did think it was an interesting point, though, that, like, money can be a real sticky thing in like social settings Mm -hmm. and i think that that does make people feel pressured to spend or to like maintain a certain lifestyle in entertainment that like they wouldn't otherwise because you don't want to be the one being like oh i can't do that or that is kind of tricky so i think i thought Mm -hmm. it was a good point to bring up like if you're just upfront with people and it can be embarrassing to say, oh, you know, we're we're trying to budget this month, so like like we're not gonna be able to make it or you know, you feel it's like I'm not looking for people to like feel bad or change their plans. You know, I'm just wanting to be upfront, but you don't want people to feel obligated to like plan around you. So mm-hmm. yeah. It is a tricky I liked, thing. I liked what she said about mentioning to your friends like as you're starting it, mm-hmm. like telling people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have to announce it to you know, on social media or mm-hmm. something. Or but like, like a podcast. You don't have to tell the world that you're <laughs> – I don't want people to follow up with Yeah. <laughs> but like that when you do that, then you don't make people feel awkward when they've inv- – like mm-hmm. it's yeah. a little bit more of like if, if you have certain friends that you see quite a bit and mm-hmm. you say, hey, I'm doing this, they're a lot more likely to just invite you over for games or, you know, like mm-hmm. – Totally. Th- Unless you're in a big group setting, you're probably not holding anyone back from having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you don't mention it and then it's like, hey, do you guys want to come out with us for dinner? And it's like something you normally do and it's just like, we can't afford it. Then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like they're going to feel yeah. bad. Like, whereas it puts if it's them on just like the like, defensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It reminds me, I think this has come up on the podcast before, but I always think of that Friends episode where like, Three of them have money and three of them don't. And it causes <laughs> yeah. like a division in the group because <laughs> the three with money are like, we kind of want to like go do stuff that costs money. And like <laughs> the other three feel left out. And yeah, it can be tricky. And I do think it's helpful to find people that are in a similar, maybe not even financial situation, but just like spend similarly so that it's comfortable for everyone, you know, but I I agree that like I mean I agreed with her that, you know, friends will support your goals even if it's like mm-hmm. not exactly what they're doing. But just the example was so <laughs> it weird was, because it was weird. It's it not was, like the friends were being like they weren't purposely trying to mad at them, them for not coming out. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like yeah, exactly. Like they just they just offered. It yeah. It's completely optional. They were probably not offended. When they yeah, come. just canceled and said, we're going to do this instead. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. I was kind of like, oh, that poor other couple probably didn't know they were in a book about the time they canceled <laughs> dinner. Anyway, um, well, we are excited. <laughs> 
template to to follow up. Um, I was I said in the script originally in a few weeks, but it sounds like we're going to have to chat off the pod and figure out what our timeline is when we're going to circle back. But in a couple weeks, we're going to do a follow up. We're going to talk about our you know respective no spend challenges. And I'm curious, you know, I'd love, we'd love to hear if anyone has tried something like this before, um, if you've done a spending freeze. So send us a DM at HopCulturePod on Instagram and let us know kind of like what you did, how it went, what you found out. We want to hear your experiences too. And while you're there, give us a follow if you haven't already. And let's wrap up with weekly wins. My win, speaking of spending, not no spending, speaking of spending, is that <laughs> Claire and Grace, uh, yet again, Claire Claire is a terrible influence on me. I'm sorry. I never would have known. <laughs> Dad said thinking. I'm good at doing more with less, remember? So I know. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think the thing is, like, you're just showing me, like, your thrifty outlets, and <laughs> I love it, but... Um, it's it's just it's just showing me a new a new a whole new way. Um but Claire and Grace influenced me to get a Sam's Club washable rug. You got oh, one I too? Did. I didn't know. I got one because we our rug got warped. We had like a really really cheap rug off of Amazon that I always kind of hated because it had that cheapy rug feel where it's like kind of feels like plastic a little bit we have one like that too i've got one of those we've all got one and it's just not (laughs) even very fun to step on and they somehow they show like every fleck of dust like yeah it's worse than nothing it's it's worse than nothing exactly but we had one of those and it warped in our move because of i think the humidity and the heat and stuff and so we had to give that away and so we've just had no rug and finally um we decided to pull the plug because they're a pretty good price. Uh, I don't know. Have we discussed the Sam's Club rugs on here? I don't know if we have. Yeah. we Grace treated me to a spin around Sam's Club when I was staying with her. <laughs> um, I think we did talk about it. We talked about Sam's Club. I don't remember yeah. if we really talked about the rugs, but... Yeah. We, we saw these washable rugs and Grace was smitten and I convinced mm-hmm. her to get one. <laughs> As a good influence that I am. And then we were just captivated by this rug. It was it they're we so were like, soft. It's, we're like, wow, it just completely transforms the room. Mm-hmm. We're like, it couldn't fit the room better. Like we're just we just we're so Claire excited got, about how she's good like, it looks. I just keep walking on it. Oh my <laughs> god. Remember you said that? You said so. you just kept like walking around. They're really soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I, so then I, I bought one I too. Got, yeah, Claire got one, and I I saw both of your rugs, and I felt them, and I think I got a slightly different rug, because mine, yours are a little bit fuzzier, right? They're like not fuzzy, but like they are. are they they almost feel of? like a like a blanket, velveteen. Yeah, vel- yeah, velveteen, velveteen. velveteen yeah. Exactly. And mine is more of like a tightly woven mm. rug, but it's Whoa. very quality. Like it feels very like soft and nice. <laughs> nice, high quality. Mm. I am. It transformed the room for me as well. <laughs> and it's such a good price for a washable, like a machine washable rug. I'm just so excited. I just keep like prancing around our living room today. And I'm just, <laughs> I've never loved anything in our house more. It's my favorite thing <laughs> in the whole house. And I'm so happy about it. Um, I want to so see a picture. Club is the place. 
I'll I'll send one. It yeah it really has. I am nervous. I need to wash ours because it's under our table and it desperately needs to be washed already. But um, some of the reviews did say it didn't wash as well as they'd hoped. So oh, it no. might, you know, just be a – Grace's is still in great shape because, you know, she doesn't spill as much as the kids. But um, I was very nervous. I'm very nervous every time we've gone over there since because I'm like, I don't want them to spill on the beautiful <laughs> rug. It completes the room. Um, but, yeah, those those washable rugs, I think it, they were, what, like 99 bucks or something? Like – Pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. They were very like reasonable a, for the size of rug. Yeah. Well, my weekly win um, is – I hope I'm not making light of something that was pretty scary. We had a tornado warning last Thursday. It was my first That's time experiencing – Well, it just was like <laughs> – It was kind of a crazy experience just because I've mm-hmm. never experienced a tornado. Uh, it was not a win because it really did some damage – Luckily, no one was hurt, but like that was sad. But it was just, I guess it was just sort of like one of those memorable life experiences that Mm -hmm. I will always remember. Like it really, truly was. I've never, I always have had like, when I was a kid, I truly had like a phobia of tornadoes. I would read about them. Like I would always, I remember one time I asked our mom, I was like, has there ever ever been a tornado in Alaska? And she was like, no. She was like, Tor- like tornadoes don't happen here. There's too many mountains. And my dad was like, actually, there's been a documented case of a tornado in all 50 states. And she was like, why would you tell her that? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny because when I was little, I watched a, a documentary about Pompeii. Oh, Pompeii is so scary. It's so scary when you're little. And I, I was like, <laughs> would, would we be – could the volcano erupt here? And mom said the same thing. She's like, no, we're far away from any volcanoes. <laughs> and dad was like, well, actually, we're, we're in the ring of fire. And he, like, then he passed me a drawing in church that Sunday of like the ring of fire. It was like a fiery ring and me on top of it like, help. Oh, my oh, gosh. Dad. dad. But I appreciate his quest for truth. Like he's just going to mm-hmm. be like, he's going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But And that's actually – Bless mom's heart. Alaska, I remember a volcano when I was a, when I was little before Tess was <laughs> yeah, born. Yeah, there's like, so many volcanoes yeah. there. Yeah. She was just <laughs> She was trying to head. quiet the fears of a little Remember in high school, angel? like, when we had to have, like, mm-hmm. scarves and stuff around our faces? Yeah, yeah the there was all this Cover all the computers. Down. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. So back to the tornado. Um, it. I think the last tornado in Cleveland was in, like, 1992. Um, and it was pretty crazy that it, that it happened here. So it touched, I don't, I can't remember the details. I really should have looked it up before there's been, you know, weather reports. Cause in the, in the moment I was like, what? There's no turn. Like, I was kind of like, is this real? Like, I almost didn't believe it, which is so ironic <laughs> mm-hmm. coming from me, someone who has had a phobia of tornadoes my entire life that I would question it when like push came to shove. But, um, it was very strange. We lost power for a day. Um, there were like trees down around the neighborhood. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. So it was very memorable. I'm incredibly grateful we didn't have more damage than we did. Um, it's just been kind of an, it was an interesting and dramatic weekend. Yeah. 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 My basement flooded, but I'm glad that you- I know. I'm like, I'm not trying to say (laughs) it was fun. It was scary and I'm glad no one got hurt. It was just, it was just kind of a- a nuts 
experience all in all. Mm -hmm. It's always weird when a storm affects Anne and then Mm -hmm. also us. It's sort of like looking up at the moon and being like, we're all under the same Mm -hmm. It is. It's just sky. We are under that same moon. It's sweet when the when a terrifying storm affects multiple yeah. members of the family in different states. My weekly win was it was my birthday. It was a great birthday. Yay. And shout out to everyone, all my sisters. And that's really sad. Shout out to all my sisters. Did nice things for me on my birthday. It was a little um, bit of our family's not our whole family. I mean, our parents are wonderful. I would say as siblings, we're not great at like pomp and circumstance. Yeah. We don't have like an established days. system. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's random. We don't Sometimes always do stuff one person for each gets other. a present yeah. that year, but like <laughs> no one else does. <laughs> one per, one per so, year. And it's one so year. true. Yeah. <laughs> no sense how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really just true. random. <laughs> but, uh, but you guys, but I mean, you're pretty good at being nice to me on my birthday because I the squeaky I told Tess I and Grace I was like I'm sorry I didn't really do anything for your birthdays but Anne mentioned <laughs> you know she really it's important to her so what do you guys think about going oh for her birthday like the squeaky wheel <laughs> gets the grease so it's so true yeah, yeah it's worth it yeah. um to be the squeaky wheel sometime <laughs> but yeah I had a great birthday and my other win. I have two wins. One is my birthday and one is pickleball. Wow. I'm getting really into pickleball and I'm not good at it. And everyone that I play with is getting better at a more rapid pace than I am. And so they're becoming better than me, which is <laughs> taking the fun out of it. But um, <laughs> but it, it's fun to like have a have a sport to play. Yeah, Sometimes. it is. Did you guys see the preview for the Golden Bachelor the Golden or the Bachelor. Instagram? Yes. Where they're all like, I play pickleball, pickleball. I brought my stuff for pickleball. I like pickleball. I play pickleball at the gym sometimes during open play. And it's like me and my friend go and then everybody else pretty much is old. And so these old men, sometimes we have to play with them and they're way better than they're us. They're so they good. teach us stuff. <laughs> And it's not fun, but it's good for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time we're like, oh, that was that was good for us. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. stressful I already feel like I'm and getting better. Embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good for us. My win is that I have been gardening and trying to do some fall yard work oh. and planting. Um, and it's been lots of fun to be out. Out in the yard, um, after one day of intensive weeding, I came in and my my wrists and hands hurt so bad. And I tried to go to sleep and I tried to just kind of hold them in like a stiff position. But finally I had to wake up and I was like roaming around my house in the dark, like <laughs> trying to remember where I put my carpal tunnel braces. <laughs> um, and then finally I found they were in my bedside table um, in the drawer. So right, where they anyway. Should be. Right where they should be, right where I left them from last time. And <laughs> so I slept in those for a few nights. My wrists are feeling great. I think that I think the yard's going to be looking good soon. Grace's wins are always slightly distressing. They're always, <laughs> They're always yeah, tinged with sad. something. <laughs> Carpal tunnel. 
Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week.